0: This is It Was a Thing on TV. Spoiler number one is Dr. Lee Franz. It's stinks. What is going on? <laughs> what is going on?
1: Episode 107, Submission 1087 A Case of Spring Fever. A case of spring fever was a short industrial film produced by the Jam Handy organization for Chevrolet back in 1940 and was featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000, specifically the 12th episode of Season 10, Squirm, which aired on August 1st, 1999 on the Sci-Fi Channel. The not-too-distant future, somewhere in time and space, And his robot pals Are caught in a nasty place They try to survive Well, Chico, this won the poll on Facebook for the topic we're covering this week for the second episode.
2: Yep. I believe it was uh, was a very close decision. Four to two.
1: Yeah. So those two people, they said, no, we want to hear about springs. We don't want to hear about... Tim Conway is a private eye. Although we do have East Crawford private eye lined up for February, so...
2: So, yeah. We will get to hear uh, about Tim Conway's adventures in crime busting sooner or later. Much later. But now we're going to talk about the Jam Handy organization. Who or what is a Jam Handy?
1: Well, first... That sounds
2: dirty. It
1: does. Well... We got to talk about the person behind it himself. It was actually a person named Henry Jameson Handy, but he was known by the nickname of Jam because in his middle name, short for Jameson, Jam Handy. Right. So he was a true Renaissance man, this Jam Handy. He was, according to Truth by Consensus Wikipedia, an American Olympic breaststroke swimmer Worder polo player and founder of the jam handy organization a producer of commercially sponsored motion pictures slide films later known as film strips trade shows industrial theater and multimedia training aids he is credited as the first person to imagine distance learning so if you really think about it jam handy was kind of like
2: The pioneer of what would eventually become Zoom, if you think about it. Man, this is turning into a Jam Handy film. It's like, we would not be here. I would not be able to send my kid to school in his jammers without Jammers. Jam Handy.
1: Now, as a swimmer, Handy introduced a number of new swimming strokes to Americans, such as the Australian Kroll. He would often wake up early to devise new strokes to give him an edge over the other swimmers. And so swimming led to him getting a bronze at the 1904 Olympics in St. Louis, Missouri. 20 years later, he was part of the Illinois Athletic Club water polo team at the 1924 Olympics in Paris, France, as he broke the record of the longest period of time between his first and last Olympic competition. That team won bronze at that Olympics, and Handy swam almost every day until the last few months of his life. So,
2: If you want to live a long and happy life, swim.
1: Yes. In 1965, Handy was inducted into the International Swimming Hall of Fame. And in 1977, he was inducted into the USA Water Polo Hall of Fame.
2: There's a water polo hall of fame?
1: Yeah. Apparently, it says it's located (laughs) in Irvine, California, as it is a hall of fame dedicated to honoring players, coaches and officials who have contributed greatly to the game of water polo in the United States.
2: I didn't know so many people did that. Last no, time, it's like the last last experience I had with water polo was 1997, Governor's School.
1: <laughs> so, how did Jam Handy get involved into the world of industrial films? Well, after World War I, the organization he created, the Jam Handy Organization, was contacted by the Chicago-Detroit branch of Bray Productions which was the dominant animation studio in the U.S. during the years of World War I, to create films for the auto industry, which was the largest private client of Bray Productions. General Motors selected Handy's organization to produce short training films, as well as other training and promotional materials. One such film was 1940's Hired, a training film for sales managers at Chevrolet dealerships. Now, the film was eventually featured... As two parts on Mystery Science Theater 3000 in the episodes Bride of the Monster and oh, the, the maybe the greatest episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000, maybe this could be a future installment in and of itself. I'm putting it on the list. Manos, the Hands of Fate. Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, because, I mean, after all, Ted Mosby mentioned it on How I Met Your Mother, so... Yep, and also the Jam Handy organization produced the first animated version of what was then the new Christmas story, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer for a retailer, Montgomery Ward, and directed by the great Max Fleischer. Oh, boy. Handy also produced films for other companies and for schools, and he's estimated to have produced over 7,000 films for the armed services during World War II. Handy was noted for taking only a 1% profit on the films, while he could have taken as much as 7%. He was noted for never having a desk at work. Instead of using any available workplace, handy suits didn't have pockets, as he thought they were a waste of time.
2: Well, look who's laughing now, huh?
1: But we get to what was... The other short that was featured on Mystery Science Theater 3000, A Case of Spring Fever. Now, as I mentioned, this was featured on what was the next to last episode of Mystery Science Theater 3000 on the sci-fi channel, Squirm, which was the 12th episode of season 10, which would be on August 1st, 1999, it aired. So a week before the final episode, which was Diabolic. So we have A Case of Spring Fever, a 1940 short industrial film produced by the Jam Handy organization for Chevrolet. And what is it about? Well, it's in the title, A Case of Spring Fever. It's about the importance of springs.
2: As in... uh, Yeah.
1: (laughs) So... Oh my goodness. So much to say about this. So
2: it's what? like how it's like 8 minutes and yet there's so much to unpack.
1: Yeah. So let's start, shall we? So we have a woman on the phone talking to somebody and she's talking about that her husband Gilbert can't join his friends at their golf game because he's busy right now preparing their sofa.
2: So he's preparing his sofa, which apparently people used to do back in the day. I don't think... I've never seen anyone repair a sofa in my life. Neither have I. Apparently, that's something you did back in 1940. You repaired a sofa, which means you were looking at uh, the undercarriage at a box spring set. Gilbert was doing just that, and he was... Oh, God, he was getting frustrated. Guy was was getting frustrated.
1: He was getting so angry at trying to fix the sofa for his wife he's he's like you know what all these springs i'm seeing right here you know what forget it i don't want to see another spring again for as long as i live and then uh, he's gonna regret this because oh my god oh we're, no we're gonna play the clip
2: yeah play the clip
0: Springs. I hope I never see another spring as long as I live. So, you never want to see another spring, eh? Okay, mister, I'll fix it so you get that wish. Who, who are you? The name's Coily. Coily the Spring Spike, they call me. I heard your wish, and well, you're going to get it. No more springs for you from now on.
1: He's greeted by a living animated spring called Coily the Spring Sprite. And he heard Gilbert's wish and he said, well, you don't want to see another spring again? Well, I'm going to grant you your wish. You'll never oh, see another spring again from now on. And so now all the springs are gone from the sofa. And all oh, my and goodness. Everybody- else everything else and uh, gilbert takes out his watch this is when you start to sense that something's amiss yes and it, it doesn't work it no longer works and what happens coily pops up and says <laughs> to gilbert <laughs> no spring <Frank."> <laughs> And and then Gilbert said first, "Like oh, that's amusing," and then he goes to fix his blinds, and his blinds don't work because
0: (laughs) no no, springs. (sighs)
1: Oh, and then he goes to work his his rotary telephone,
2: which come on, rotary telephone. Who who even has one nowadays? Come on,
1: yeah but he just he tries it was 1940 he's trying to he's trying to rotate the dial and it doesn't go all the way
2: <laughs> no springs
1: and then the door's open and quarry tells gilbert oh the door you might want to fix that but oh no the door doesn't close <laughs>
0: no Springs!
1: <laughs> no Springs! No Springs! Oh.
2: He's got to get that fixed, so he's got to go somewhere, so he's got to take his car, which, because this is a jam handy film, is a Chevrolet!
1: Oh my goodness, yeah. You gotta work in that sponsor plug.
2: Gotta get that GM money, son! He oh, notices- by the way, your Chevy door doesn't open, or it doesn't close.
1: No, and the the seats crooked, and you know why the seats crooked?
2: Same reason why the door don't close and the glove compartment stays open. (laughs) (laughs) Now springs. (laughs) Yeah, his gas pedal doesn't work.
1: Oh no, no, Chico, it's not going anywhere. Chico, how is he going to get to the golf? How's Gilbert going to get to the golf game? When he, when he doesn't have a gas
2: pedal, walk. No, he's got to drive, but he can't drive because he has no gas pedal. And you know why he doesn't have any gas pedals?
1: Why doesn't he have any gas pedals?
0: <laughs> no springs. No
1: springs. <laughs> so now now Gilbert's like. Coily, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I never should have said I don't want to see another spring again. Listen, Coily, is there anything I can do to make it up to you? And so Coily was like, "Hmm. Well, I'm going to I'm going to take back your wish, but don't ever do this again. Don't ever wish you'll never see another spring again." So, he's magically transported back to the to the sofa underneath the sofa as the springs come back. And then he notices, oh, my watch is now working fine. Everything's working good. You know what? I'm going to call my friends and say, you know what, guys, the sofa is fixed. We're going to play a game of golf.
2: And this turns into a giant lecture on the importance of springs, elasticity, and spring action in general.
1: Oh, yeah. So we have Gilbert at golf game with his friends, talking about the importance of the friction of like the swing and stuff, just boring everybody. Like, oh my god, this guy, all he's talking about is this about, oh how the friction of the golf club and the springs. Oh, this is so annoying. Spring,
2: the springy head of his golf club and how he's got a nice shot because he's got a spring in his golf club and a spring in his golf club head, and now he's talking about the springs that make airplanes go. Listen, I'm in an airplane, I'm not thinking about the springs in the landing gear. I'm thinking get me the hell off this airplane, alright?
1: Yeah, especially in 1940.
2: Uh, hey, this giant, this big, this big-ass Flying metal bird in the sky. I don't know where it's taking me. I don't know what's going on. I'm, this is 1940. I'm stupid.
1: Yeah. I don't know how this plane works. All I'm thinking about is just get me to wherever I need to go, damn it. I mean, it didn't yeah. help Amelia Air horn, any, but I mean, still. <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, so we talked about the golf game, we talked about the airplane. And then there's the drive back home which as it turns out takes place inside a Chevy car. What? A Chevy car? A Chevy car? Oh. With springs no doubt because the door works. Oh, the door and and the and the gas pedal works. Oh. And, not only, and the suspension works because you can hardly feel a thing. But then again, this is a 1940 a nineteen forty car. The suspension is probably shit. Yeah. But no. hey, if you have a car with springs, you can handle that.
1: It's all about that spring action, baby.
2: Oh, but yes. Notice, we, we're, we're talking about springs, Greg and me. We make it exciting. We, we make it sexy. We dress yeah. it up a bit. Oh, yes. Gilbert doesn't dress it up a bit, does he?
1: No. He just bores the hell out of all his friends. Like <laughs> G- Gilbert, why the hell are you talking about these springs so much? This is, we're all taking a nap here. Like, okay, this is 1940. There's not a such thing as the internet. We can't go on our phones while you talk about springs. I mean, come on.
2: Yeah, man. I mean, it's like, I'm in my car. I just want to go home. I'm not not thinking about Springs. I just want to go home.
1: Yeah, they just want to get back home. They don't want to hear about Springs.
2: But hey, we get to look at those classic wire wheels from Chevy.
1: Oh, yeah. Makes me want to go get a set of Chevy tires right now. Oh, yeah. That's what Jam Handy does. He wants he 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 gives that subliminal advertising mm-hmm. to these people in the 1940s. They're like, go buy a Chevrolet car.
2: Yeah. So they get home, and one of his golfing buddies
0: says You and your springs, I hope I never see another. Stop! Don't say it. Don't ever wish anything like that as long as you live. <laughs>
2: Almost immediately out of getting out of the car. I wish that I, man, I will be happy if I never see another. Gilbert says, my dude, you need to cut that shit out right now.
1: Yeah. Because you never know what. In
2: 1940s parlance.
1: Yeah. Because you never know what's going to happen. And then Coily (laughs) pops up. Looks at Gilbert and then laughs as the short comes to an end.
2: Yeah, this is uh, this is one of those. Now, I've actually I just saw the MST3K version. Yeah, there's actually the actual version of the short because, if I'm not mistaken, it's in the public domain.
1: Yes, most of Jim Handy's and shorts are in the public domain.
2: The I'm, I'm thinking to myself. This is the most this is the strangest thing I have ever seen in my life, and i've seen a lot
1: yeah i mean gee i mean jeez it's
2: like it's like it's like, i cause, cause i'm i'm looking at the m s t three cabers and I was like, okay, how can i make how can we make this already strange ass film even stranger
1: i mean this was made for mystery Science theater three thousand
2: it was. It's sort of a testament to both the inanity of this film and the uh, sort of bad worship that this ended up being the last short ever shown on MST3K or at least until the Netflix uh, reboot, which I have not yet seen, which I should be kicking myself now.
1: Yeah, I don't even know if they had a short on the uh, Netflix version. Hold on a second. Oh, uh, no, no, there was no short. So, technically, this is, for now, the last short on Mystery Science Theater 3000.
2: Case of Spring Beaver. As weird as this is, it does have a bit of a legacy to it. Now, I remember, I think it was the... Uh, when the hell did... Um, the Kentucky Fried movie came out. I think it was 1976. One of the educational shorts was Zinc Oxide and You.
0: Whether we know it or not, chemicals play an important and ever-increasing role in our daily lives. One of the most widely used and oldest chemical compounds is zinc oxide. This policeman, this farmer, and this housewife don't realize it, but they all depend on zinc oxide in their daily lives. But how do I use zinc oxide? If it weren't for zinc oxide, you wouldn't have that bar of soap the dish towels you use every day, your toaster, that brassiere you're wearing, your kitchen sink, those curtain rods, the shelves in your refrigerator, metal hooks, the heat control on your stove, the safety catch on your son's rifle, That fire extinguisher. The emergency brake on your car. All brakes. That blanket. How about sand? Yes. Sand. Oh, my God. Your husband's pacemaker. Your artificial limb. Yes, zinc oxide at work in our daily lives. Watch for science series number seven, Rebuilding Your Home.
2: There was a housewife wondering all of the things that you could do with zinc oxide and
1: wasn't there also a Simpsons uh, bit about a world without zinc
2: I'm glad you asked that question
1: yeah that was a great moment on the Simpsons a world without zinc you know what screw it we're gonna play it right here
2: screw it play the clip What gives you said you wanted to live in a world without zinc Jimmy? Well now your car has no battery But I promised
0: Betty I'd pick her up by six. I better give her a call (sighs) (laughs) Sorry
2: Jimmy without zinc for the rotary mechanism there are no telephones
0: dear God what have I done?
2: Think again Jimmy You see, the firing pin in your gun was made of... Yep. Zinc.
1: Come back, Zinc. Come back.
0: Come back. Zinc. Come back. Zinc. 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 What? Oh, it was all a dream. Thank goodness I still live in a world of telephones, car batteries, handguns, and many things made of zinc.
1: Gross,
0: he's picking his nose. <laughs> if anyone wants to learn more about Zinc, they're welcome to stay. We can talk about anything. I'll do your homework for you.
2: <sighs> yeah, the only thing missing out of those two were the uh, sort of half-hearted humdrum. Here, let me wow you with my knowledge of uh, springs.
1: Yeah. Yeah but all oh, the guy the, the guy laughing at the poor little boy about the zinc he was he was very much a coily type
2: oh yeah he was he was he was coily to the core
1: but yeah the, the legacy of the jam handy organization is a very great one you can find many of their shorts that are in the public domain on the internet archive at archive.org and of course, because Hired Part 2 was in the MST3K episode of Man the Hands of Fate, if you get the two-disc special edition of the MST3K version of Man of the Hands of Fate that Shout Factory put out back in 2011, there is a special bonus feature about the Jam Handy organization featured on the DVD.
2: Really? The, the Just all 7,000 of the strips they did? Or just the really good ones.
1: Well, it's a documentary about the legacy of the Jan Handy organization. Okay. So, so it's a it's a very fun little bonus feature, and I kind of find it funny that they included a bonus feature about the company behind the short in the episode of MST3K with all this stuff about Manos the Hands of Fate, and also on the DVD. If if you're very confused by just watching part two of Hired, they also included as a bonus feature the first part of the short of Hired. So you can just watch that and then watch part two.
2: And I'm sure some enterprising sort has put the two bits together and put it on YouTube somewhere. Yes, they have. Yes!
1: So go on YouTube, search MST3K Hired, and you'll find a video called MST3K Hired Double Feature Plus. And it also includes the host segment, "Hired the Musical," which what? Oh yes, "Hired the Musical." Yeah, that's be- It's we're be- gonna have to come back. We're gonna have to come back to this. You think we should? We should put "Hired" in itself as an entry on the yes! list. Oh, yes, yes, I
2: do. <laughs> put it on the list right now.
1: Yeah, we can, might have to make this a double feature. With Man of the Hands of Fate whenever we
2: do it. <laughs> Hired. <laughs> oh, this is going to be fun. Yeah. Okay, so, well, what can I say except this short pretty much sums up the epitome of MST3K in its heyday.
1: Oh, yeah, it definitely does. I mean, you have a educational short a just a, a bonkers guy,
2: educational short. A bonkers
1: educational short about a guy wishing he never wants to see it ever spring again. And then getting tortured by a living, breathing spring who grants and, him his wish.
2: Yeah. And then?
1: He learns the error of his ways. He gets the wish taken back. And then he proceeds to annoy the ever-loving crap out of all his friends at a golf game.
2: And then, 60 years later, he's given the business by two robots and a guy in a green jumpsuit.
1: Yep. Because in 1999, a case of spring fever was just a thing on TV. You know what else can give you a spring in your step?
2: Uh, that would be, it was a thing on TV.com?
1: Yes, it is. You can find all 106 previous episodes to this on the website, and there you'll find more about the show, more about us, and we're featured everywhere on social media. We're on the Tumblrs, the Instagrams, the Facebooks, the Jack Dorsey's hate boxes, and the YouTubes. Do not forget the YouTubes. Yes, because as, as we know, the internet is a series of tubes.
2: Yes. And of course, let's not forget to like, comment, subscribe. And, of course, share, because sharing is caring. And don't forget, all of our episodes are available wherever fine podcasts can be streamed. Five stars only. We go through too much crap for you to just give us four, okay? Five stars only.
1: Yeah, but next week we'll be back here. We'll have two more topics for you, and we'll be back here next week with another thing on TV. Thanks for listening, everybody.
2: See you soon. Wow! No springs!